Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Well, 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 happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. You don't look very happy today. I, I will say. I had a great day today, actually. Your face is showing me otherwise. Am I, is it really? Yeah. I Well, I only have one face. This is it. But um, <laughs> no, I had a great day. I, I golfed in the morning. Played my best game, not impressive, but my best game so far. Worked out right after that. Went into the steam room, the project that I built. Hope you guys saw it. Uh, and then after that, went into the cold plunge, another project that I built. Go check it out. I uh, <laughs> did six minutes in the cold plunge. Ooh, is that your longest time so far? I don't have, yes, but I haven't tried to break any records or anything like that. I will say the temperature. You're just increasing your time each time? Well, I think I'm going to stay for a while at six minutes. I think I read an Five article. Five is pretty hard for me five is yeah i you know how you read like multiple uh, articles and they'll say like different ranges so one time i googled <clears throat> the benefits of a cold plunge like for how long and they're saying the benefits kick in between three and five minutes but then i read another article recently not that i was supposed to trump that article but it was six to eight minutes so i was like okay well let me see if i can get to six minutes and have that be my gold standard for now well, mm. the temperatures also dropped. I was hanging out at like 45, 46, 47 degrees. And I don't know if it's like certain days. It feels so much colder certain days. I don't know. But what I did see is I got into it at 44 degrees today because it's cooling off outside. It's like in the 80s. So it's, it actually can't go get below 50. Um, that I noticed at 44 degrees, my feet and my hands ached. Like they, they hurt. Because it's so cold. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to do six minutes. Uh, so I did that. So I did sauna. I did worked out, golf, uh, steam room, uh, uh, cold plunge for six minutes. And then um, got a little bit of uh, computer work and content work done. So I'm doing pretty, pretty mm. freaking well for today. You just don't seem like you're outgoing chipper self my outgoing chipper maybe self. it's just around me well we're still kind of in workflow it's not like <laughs> i'm like here like prancing around like we're well, usually you'll just like i don't know you just didn't have a but i'm also on your face what do you, i don't know you feel i feel like you've been like extra sensitive sensitive to the way my face is and the way like <laughs> to the way my face <laughs> is I like your face. Thanks. I just need it to be a little bit more smiley today. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we can get there, but I'm still kind of like, I think you I think you are. You're like in the flow still. Usually when you're done with work, you have this like period of time where you uh, go shower, unwind, get dressed, put on like you're not like, yo, it's I really love it. You, after you work, you go shower and you put on like nice clothes. I feel like a lot of people do the opposite. They'll come home from work. Mm hmm and just put on their like sweats and like baggy t-shirt. But mm. you always like come out in your like jeans and you're like button up, it looks really cute. Anyway, I appreciate cologne. that. Cologne. And cologne, you're always wearing cologne. Preach, okay, preach. Preach that a lot, you always got your like necklace on, your accessories. I live by motto of looking good, feeling good. Yeah. I, yeah. If I worked a whole day and I now I wanna like wind down, take a shower, um, if I am dressed in sweats, I don't feel good. Yeah. I feel good when I'm put together. I like that a lot. I like that a lot because then it feels like I want to also like look cute mm -hmm. after a long day yep. of work. And you do, you do it very well. <laughs> do you think if you worked at, let's say a corporate job where you had to dress up, mm -hmm. do you think you would still do the same thing when you got home or do you think you would put on lounge clothes? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, I remember having a, a corporate-ish job uh, mm -hmm. when I was a personal banker. And even funny, I just said that and I, I felt the collar of a collared shirt and tie. Cause <laughs> I had to wear your neck ties. is just like tightening My, as you're I have speaking. A, I have a pretty thick neck. And so in general, it's pretty hard for me to get a comfortable fitted like dress shirt. Where you actually button so it, it's yeah. squeezing the top of it. But um, that's a great question. I think when I was single, I would put on from that scenario, some form of shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Which is still like kind of comfy. But uh, based off of the summer, obviously, I'm not putting on jeans, right? Because it's mm -hmm. 100 degrees after we wind down. I put on a, a tank top uh, and shorts, Which, but they're not like basketball shorts. Yeah. They're like, they're nice 
short shorts. Short shorts. Short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Daisy, your Daisy Dukes. No, I, but I, I still feel like I'm, you know. You are. Even I, I do feel like even your loungewear is pretty. It's just it lo- looks nicer than just like baggy sweats. I, th- it's like th- fitted. People, not like I don't get when people like I get being not in restraining clothes, but I, I feel like I get it more from the females when you guys as a culture are more bound to uh, be wearing really tight jeans and really tight shirts and and, and uncomfortable, like uncomfortable yeah. shoes that aren't, you know, so bras wires and all that so you're like you're you're constantly in a state of discomfort you know Mm -hmm. but uh so i could kind of see why you guys want to come home and put on something baggy where you're like i could just like breathe breathe i don't get it when guys do it like i don't already because you're like already pretty comfortable you're pretty unless you're wearing a collared shirt then yeah put on a t-shirt but I'll see these guys in these like giant basketball shorts and this like overgrown t-shirt from from whatever like triple xl <laughs> like stains and, and like stains rips. and like and they have these most destroyed slip-ons and i just don't get how that's comfortable but uh i like i said to me i i, I live by the motto of like if you doesn't matter what hurt i remember my mom kind of actually kind of taught me that she didn't intentionally do it but i saw from example so my mom always had chronic illnesses when we were growing up uh like really uncontrolled rheumatoid arthritis constantly in and out of emergency rooms for pain medication like there's days that she had to be like bedridden because her joints are all swollen Mm -hmm. and on top of it she always like woke up made her bed and dressed up like not like really fancy (laughs) but like did her hair and like put on like she's not walking around in a robe and i remember her specifically telling me that she's doing that because no matter how much her body hurts that if she's dressed nicely and put together then at least she feels a little bit better I think that's absolutely true. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's the way, like you said, looking good, feeling good. It's if you feel like you're put together, like that's how I feel about makeup. If I don't have my makeup on, I just feel kind of something's like not, I'm not finished, like my outfit and, or I just feel kind of off. Once I put my makeup on and do my hair, it's like I feel so good and so much better. And like I can like take on the day. Well, the idea is, I think what you said, you feel incomplete or not finished it's i think it's the fact that you're not ready for the day mm-hmm. like that's just a natural and whatever it may be for everybody else for me those are like the steps it's like i have to put on something that makes me yeah feel good i, I feel good in it i feel like i look good in it i at least have you know my hair brushed or done and then like you know makeup on and mm-hmm. then i'm like okay i feel like i can yeah i'm ready right I'm ready to conquer the day ready to conquer the day but speaking of which mm-hmm. I came out. I was just working out right before this. I went. To, I took a shower and changed. I didn't really do my hair, but at least I have a hat. I on. see where this is going. You know where this is going. I know where this is going. I came out in my denim jumpsuit, uh, which I've never seen before. Is this I've new? worn this before. This, you've worn that before. Yeah, okay. and I think uh, you've seen it. You just don't remember. Do you think I tried? As I wore it out it with out like out the girls, memory? you probably did. <laughs> anyway, I come out and your face. No. You did one of these. What was it? Like it, like it was like it was like the well the face a little made. bit of a surprise but like taken aback but also not smiling. <laughs> I don't know if you're fixated on me not smiling. In the no, last okay, but how did you feel about my outfit? I was taken back. I'm not. I don't hate it. I, I what do you not like about I, it? But I've also it's unfair because my first reaction because <laughs> the way you're not pre- good. Well, the first way you're presenting it to me is kind of like one of those videos where you see uh the bride and groom and the, the groom <laughs> sees the bride for the first time you know but it's like the opposite and of that's that. what you did <laughs> but that also happened because there's a guy at the front door that's trying to deliver something and so he rings the doorbell i come up to get it i open the door i see him and then or before i even open the door i'm reaching for the door and i look at you and so i'm just taken back from it because it, it, it i don't know it yeah so were you trying to have a better reaction because he was at the door? No, I was taken back because he was there and then you were there and you were wearing that. <laughs> so if he wasn't there, what would your reaction be? And I just saw you. I, I, I maybe I would have. No, well, I don't know. Maybe I would have had it like elaborate. Like maybe I could process it a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit quicker. I feel like I didn't have a chance to process it. All my friends said this was cute and I wore it. I'm, I didn't say it's not cute. I just but it's not 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 cute it's so here's what my brain did my brain did my brain went like this 
Boy, that's a lot of denim. <laughs> that's my brain. Denim did. on denim. That's all it was. Is it wasn't that it was not pretty, but it's just like when you're so expected to see denim. Um, Only on the bottom part or, of your or, body. Or even like, you know, a different color denim on top. But it's the same denim in a big, one what, are these, what are they called? Jumpers? Jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Okay. Uh, Do I look like I am going to go to work like uh, at a car mechanic shop? No, it's cute. It's just I don't think that you allowed for me to process that <laughs> because of how much denim there was. There was a lot of denim to process That's through. <laughs> you had to do like a full evaluation and you couldn't in the moment because well, there was somebody at the door. Well, think about it this way. Think about if I walked out in a, a jumpsuit, like a mechanic suit, but it's all denim. I think you would have burst out laughing. <laughs> That's different. No, but I, I mean... I've you never know. seen a guy wear that unless he's working at a okay. mechanic okay. shop. Okay, so what if I came out wearing the same tone, the exact same fabric of denim for a shirt and pants? Not different, not like black jeans and a denim, <laughs> denim like blue denim top, but like... Just like one one giant like piece of even piece of denim. That's I guess that's the way best I look at it. It's different. It's different for guys because guys girls wear this kind of stuff. Guys don't. That's not fair to put us in that kind yes, of. Yes, it is. Well, I'm saying okay, not guys. I'm saying I'm sorry. You. Okay. What if I came out of the corner with like a cowboy hat on? I'd probably like it. No, I'm sure, but you would have. You would have been like, oh, right. But I get, you didn't process it. True, but I guess. I guess to me, it didn't seem like this like wow outfit. Now you make like, it sound like I fell backwards. Like I, <laughs> you I, I, did. I, I was, I was caught <laughs> between a, a rock and a hard place. Like I'm opening this front door. <laughs> that this guy who rings the doorbell twice. Usually when they ring it once, there's a delivery. They're gonna leave it at the front. But like he's ringing it again. So I was like, okay, well, we're gonna go get him. And I'm reaching for it. And I didn't. I was also surprised that you're coming out too because he already rang the doorbell twice. So. I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of your fault because it's like you had a <laughs> your delivery. Your reaction was you my fault. You're right. You didn't come to the door. I came I was to the door. To. I was and changing. then you're like, this is the time I'm going to go denim on denim, full denim. <laughs> as I'm answering the door. As you're answering, the, as you're trying to, like right after me. So that was just all that it was. I mean, okay. I don't think it's slide. not cute. I think you should continue wearing it. I just I'm think that you should. I mean, I won't sit by you at the football game, but I mean... I'm going to hold your hand. No, we will do no such thing. I'm going to sit on your shoulders. <laughs> People will be like... What's, As you're sitting in the camping chair. What's that? What's that? all that denim on top of that gentleman? Boy, that's a lot of denim. Boy, that's a lot. <laughs> going to be the line. Boy, that's a lot of denim. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's it's not fair. I think you uh, Yeah, that's true. I think you're caught off guard, but I think I just laughed at your reaction because you're just like, whoa. Like, that's what you did. You kind of did. This, I did like, a little step back. Yeah, too. you like, did. See, well, you almost did fall back. Well, be, 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 <laughs> the amount of denim that's like so close to you. Right in your eye. If you're coming from a distance, like from the hallway, I'd be like, OK, that's OK. She's doing the denim thing today. Mm, so. That's true. You were just taking off. I, I'll never do that. I won't try not to do that again. OK. I'll try to walk from a distance to meet you if I'm wearing something with so much denim. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. What about a bright color? Is it kind of the same? No, I think bright colors are totally... Because I got a hot pink denim. blazer. <laughs> blazer? It's really cute. Hot pink blazer. No, I think... Because you've had a hot pink... Uh, you had like this like light hot pink when we first met. I think our first date, you wore this like hot pink... Uh, our first It's not date. hot pink. It's more like a magenta, magenta blazer. It's like a light pink blazer. Oh, no. That was like salmon. Okay. <laughs> I still get the credit for saying... That's true. The fact that you remember that... It wasn't magenta, but it was like coral. Yeah. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I don't know which color is which. <laughs> magenta is like a purple pink. Okay. Okay. Did you know that, Carol? I think he did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Salmon, salmon's like a peachy pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense, babe? <laughs> Actually, I was borrowing that blazer from Allie, my friend. Okay. Because I okay. wanted to look cute. So, yeah. No. Huh? Love that you remember it, though. Well, you know, I was there, so you were it there. helps. I think everybody remembers their first <laughs> date, like the vision. I mean, for the most part, like what they saw. I don't know, like the details. I don't remember the shirt you were wearing. <laughs> I don't remember the shirt I was wearing, either, mm. to be honest. With no, actually, I do. I think I it was, was that light blue shirt and it had like a patch on it. Oh, yeah, no, I know. And do. you had the, your sleeves rolled up. Uh, Ooh, I have a good memory. No, that's not it. You, that's the shirt that I wore when I came visited you out here. No, but you also wore that on one of our Did dates, I? and I think it was our first date. Mm -hmm. Either that one or a striped one. Well, your classic. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. What Unless we have a picture, which what, we don't. What um, what have you been up to recently with this um, whole 
thing. What whole thing? That you do. <laughs> this whole thing. Well, I, thought, I feel like I need to update for those because I always feel like. What happened to your reels? You used to be so heavy on reels. Well, I'm kind of coming back to them. I'm trying to do, e like, I think reels. Are dying, right? Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> no, pictures are definitely dying. I will go to people. I, I did this kind of like test recently. I went to a lot of, um, not a lot. I went to like five different people's profiles that are pr bigger influencers mm -hmm. to see how many reels they had. And almost all of them only have reels for the, like two scrolls. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? That like no wild. pictures. Yeah. There's only a couple of people that still do pictures. So what's your theory behind that? I think they're just jumping on whatever is popular because Instagram has an incentive for reels and they can get paid from it. But do you think those people are doing it because they're because you have to get qualified to, to get earn the bonuses. Mm -hmm. So to get paid I, for the reels. Yeah. So but do you think people are doing that because they're seeing a difference in engagement between yes. them posting a photo and a video? Yes. Okay. I think so. I know you're so you're asking if they see a difference or because of the promotion that correct okay i think both because obviously if instagram is going to pay you to do something and you you're going to want to do that um you know instead of the other thing mm -hmm. which means video over pictures the other side of it is everybody's saying how low engagement they get on pictures mm -hmm. now because reels are just taken off so i think people are like well if i'm if i'm, I'm getting like a couple hundred likes and like five comments, but I'll post a reel and get like thousands of likes. Whoa, and easy, easy, of easy. I'm not easy. speaking about myself. Easy. I'm not speaking about myself. Excuse me. <laughs> this is just in general. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Right. And so they're, they're going to be like, well, of course I'm going to do a reel. Okay, that's Especially what works. Especially yeah. it, it's working. I can get, you know, paid some money from it. Let's do this. So I think that's why, that's why I was doing it. And then I kind of just stopped <laughs> when um the kids were out for the summer mm -hmm. I, I it was just a lot harper i had a harper home the boys were home mm -hmm. i just feel like i you know i just had my what would you call it my eat pray love summer where <laughs> 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 i just kind of you know yeah was doing just, my thing I, yeah, we did I, we did a lot of traveling yeah we did a lot of things with the kids with the family and i did really appreciate having that time just to focus on yeah. kids and family yeah and you know so, cooking clean and <laughs> oh yeah all that stuff for sure <laughs> yeah do you think that it's it's that we're consuming content in a different way that people want are like because i believe society can be uh nurtured to be to consume content a certain way mm -hmm. uh and i think TikTok is a great example to prove that where we and we've talked about this before, you know, 20 years ago, we considered ourselves the 30 minute TV dinner society where a TV show had to be 30 minutes as long mm -hmm. as it takes to have a, a TV and then move on to the next thing, not long form content. But then we saw as progress uh, as technology progressed, we needed shorter and faster pieces of content. So then TikTok would have like these one minute clips and that you'd watch and then you swipe up to the next one. Right. Do you think with the uh, increase of engagement in reels, is linked uh, and a decrease engagement in pictures is a link towards uh, society being re uh, cultivated, or do you think it's uh, strictly these platforms that are pushing anybody who creates reels forward uh, as opposed to their 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 static images? I, is it the tech companies or is it the people? Well, I think it is kind of connected, wouldn't you think? Because they promote it like the platform. So it started with TikTok, obviously. These the short form content and people jumped on it because they liked it and they liked those short videos. So I think people obviously our attention span is getting shorter and shorter. We like that. But then when something is being promoted and it's like a app now or like now Instagram did the reels, I do feel like the app is promoting it more. And it's not like people are getting more views because this, their same followers are just like clicking on the reel instead of the photo. It's because Instagram is promoting that reel more to other people who don't follow them. Mm -hmm. So it is. I think a lot of it is just the app that they 
that's trying to promote that whatever they decided is going to be the next thing. Right. But it's because they're also competing with TikTok. Like if TikTok wasn't around, do you think Reels, Reels wouldn't be a thing? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe eventually there's a form of evolution that happens. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. the printing press led to. Mm -hmm. you know, That's true. TV. Maybe eventually it would. But I think it just sparked a faster growth towards that. Hmm. when tiktok came around because now i mean that's what instagram wants to compete with it's like well, that's why they're paying people for reels because they're like stay on our platform it was wild to see how snapchat didn't make it and then when tiktok came everybody was like that's not gonna make it either and, and it then did. and it yeah. did and it was one of the strongest it will be ones. interesting to see if it ever does fizzle out or if they uh expand like into different categories because i know they ended up making reels what do you can do like three minute reels now or yeah. sorry not reels uh tiktoks right yes. is that the long yeah so they i mean they did they've yeah. kind of evolved as things grew it will be interesting to see if it ever does kind of fizzle out because it is just videos and if pictures ever do you think pictures will ever like come back as more <sighs> of a no and no we like the fast moving I, images I, I, yeah. yeah i think unless you have a, a really satisfying image i don't think that stuff works yeah. anymore yeah, that's the it's kind of part. crazy. It's no. Listen, I think it's crazy when you look at it from like. Um, okay, so yeah. here's the the thought process I had, and this is again from the book *Sapiens* that I was reading, and what we end up doing is we look at the last uh, twenty years, right, of our generation. So the last twenty years <laughs> you've been alive, you've kind of seen the progression. In like you're like we used to have landlines, we used to watch you know the Disney Channel, we used to call our friends, we used to have call waiting, we used to have collect call like you you did those things right, mm -hmm. and, and then and then you live in that present where you're like well we don't have pagers anymore, we have touchscreen TVs or touchscreen iPads and cell phones and mm -hmm. internet's everywhere, so you look at us like through a lens this macro lens the zoomed in lens of only 20 30 years. But what you're not doing is you're not zooming out to see the last 14 billion years right. of, of, of evolution and seeing, you know, relationships of children to families. How was a child viewed? Mm -hmm. There's there actually even came out with it recently that I heard. They said that the last, I think, 70 years was the first time in history that uh, children weren't intentionally like uh, a society by default traumatized, right? Because in before the last 70 years, children were not, they were not members of the family. They were just another workforce, you know, like so another they commodity. Like they're they're nothing adult. different than, than a cow that you would have. It's like something that is generating something. It's creating milk, it's going doing something, it's running chores. And in the last 70 years now, there's like mm. this whole introduction of children can be not, you know, before the last 70 years, is children supposed to be seen, not heard. And the last, you know, 70 years they were like they're now you know we have relationships with them in terms of like let's talk to them and not beat them and you know what i mean and mm -hmm. like want them to make them become better than us so stuff like that so you have to so when you look yeah. at when you're like that's so scary when you look at technology like no you have to zoom out because mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things we're so deep into stuff like that yeah. we're we're creating like uh uh, uh uh like the synchronization between technology and humans for the first time you know i also wonder if Obviously, it seems like technology is evolving a lot faster now than it did. Absolutely. Then. So then it was like between the TV and then getting Internet, there was like a good period of time. But I feel like now everything is just evolving so much quicker. Maybe that's why it feels more shocking because yes. we're like, wait a second. We just started like posting pictures and now we're already like, that's bye bye. We're doing videos, you Absolutely. know, so that's, maybe that's why it feels more shocking. Absolutely. And to our, the previous generation has to be even faster because they lived in the time when Sputnik went to space and we just got the Internet in right. the, the late 80s, early 90s. And so from that point on, it's like you only went from word of mouth to now you can find anything. And you, there's like self-driving cars. I mean, I just, yeah, it must be harder for like, I think our parents' generation because right. they saw from like basically no, the tel no tel or they had the telephone. They had the, did you guys ever have that yeah, telephone? The, the rotary uh, one. Rotary, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We course. did too when I was like really little. But to like now having, I mean, yeah. So Googling I, I, what I'm, you more, want, what I'm more interested cars. is like in the next 30 years, what is uh, 
consuming content look like? What's the next thing? So what's wild is in the book Sapiens, he was talking about um, the things that humans have over billions of years, what they wanted and they got, right? So like uh, for you to have an excess amount of food as opposed to somebody during the medieval days, that was an uh, like a uncomprehendable idea. The fact that you have stored food or the fact that you have multiple outfits versus, you know, in the medieval days, somebody would only have one outfit and they wear that. You take a bath every single day. They would take one once every month or something like that, depending where you are in the social class. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially we became what he's describing as like gods or anything we want we get and then that decreases our happiness mm -hmm. so one of the wildest ideas that he presented in this book was that when you look forward in the next let's say 30 or 50 years i think it's not i think the scariest part is to not what will come out of it like how do we consume content but the scariest part is as like gods living on this earth where we like have animals that we you know I mean, we mass produced animals we, we we create limbs if we need to what will be our desires then in 30 50 years yeah because we basically i mean have and can do whatever we absolutely want. and and the happiness scale decreases exponentially when you're working towards when something. when you have everything you need the the law of diminishing return mm -hmm. they're seeing this correlation of people uh in in the medieval days showed a lot more signs of happiness as long as they're not oppressed than we are today while having more things. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, is like, what are we going to want later on? What else could we want? Yeah. Well, the argument right now is that they're leaning towards uh, expanding the human life where they're trying mm. to essentially in the large picture, they're trying to ex make uh, mortality extinct. So what does that mean? It means that if you were to talk to somebody in the 90s or grown up in the 90s, um, if you heard somebody is 50 years old, they're considered a really old person. You look at somebody in their 50s right now, if they take care of themselves, they're a really young person. Mm -hmm. So that age, because of technology and, and um, science, we are seeing that uh, the retirement age. Now, I mean, we spoke to our financial advisor, like before people said retirement age is 64, or 65. Now he's seeing them pushing it into the 90s because retirement in the I thought he said like 70s. Uh, well, sorry, it was, uh, they're looking at life expectancies and retirement. Oh. So life expectancy was like 77 for a male. Oh, I thought you were saying retirement. Now You're life, saying expectancy life expectancy can also, 90s. but also well, also correlation with retirement. So before you'd retire in 64, 65, now they're pushing retirement to 75 because they mm -hmm. could feel still good. And there's multiple avenues of oh, making money. I thought you said you people are retiring at 90. And I was like, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think that's what I said, but that was, I was standing corrected. But uh, so they're figuring out how people can live longer and, and better lives, essentially, if you take away the sanitary lifestyles. So in the future, I mean, we, that's the big question is like, what are we going to want and, and how are we going to consume? Are you kind of like afraid for our kids generation. no no because you think they'll it's, be fine you're thinking about it's going to be a snap of a thing and we every generation thinks that their it generation is very slow is, yeah every generation thinks they're the right generation right that's why our parents go like well when we were kids we were out till the sun came out or the the lights street lights turned on and you know and so the next generation is like yeah that's dumb you know what i mean yeah. like, <laughs> why or, did you do or that like or they'd be like we did have cell phones and we were just fine like yeah but it's kind of nice to know that we can call our kids like that's, that's true if you look at it as like everybody thinks they're right exactly time period. this yeah. is just human evolution when what when they grow up they're gonna look at things that we did as pretty dumb oh archaic. yeah well because things have evolved and yeah. advanced and of course we didn't have whatever they're gonna have so they're gonna feel like whatever we did was kind of dumb because they have that next thing five years ago we spoke about the idea of crispr crispr is a gene manipulation therapy that they do started experimenting in china where they can look into your uh, uh genetic code and identify any negative strands cancerous strands uh child um deformity strands or or disabilities uh, and and then they can manipulate and remove that strand so it doesn't affect right mm -hmm. we looked at it five years ago ten years ago and people thought that is ridiculous 
that goes against human rights, that goes against uh, uh, religious movements, uh, that you're playing the role of God and doing this manipulation. You're looking at 10 years later now, today we're talking about it. They go, huh, wait a second. We can use stem cells and I can have my shoulder back without surgery? Huh, okay, people get it done. It works, it works phenomenally. Then you pass another 10, 20 years and they're gonna be like, I can't believe these barbarians used to go get back surgery. Like, no, we can just get stem cells injected yeah, in there. Yeah. So it's just slow As progression, absolutely. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah, it's like, it's hard to think about right now and what we're living in, what it will be like. I don't want to, I don't but. think about that because there's nothing you can control in the future. You live in the now. Yeah, you try yeah. to be present and you try to. I always think about that movie. Um, it's a kid's movie. What is it called? Wally. -E. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. So basically it's about like the future and it's like a robot that was like an old one, but that they upgraded to new robots. Anyway, the humans in that movie they no longer walk they sit in chairs that hover and they're all everybody's super overweight mm. because nobody's moving and they just hover in these chairs and eat whatever they like they have food i'm trying to remember what the food was like it was like just made they could order whatever they want like and it just makes it for them like okay. some kind of machine anyway so it's like i think that's the part that scares me. like is our, our kids going to have this kind of lifestyle where they just don't move around it's it's all game video game virtual reality kind of stuff well i think you're living in like a, an alternate alternative what is it called like space yeah well that'll be there for sure we have that this is here we we uh, live on our it? phone yeah we live on our phones when you and i were watching tv yesterday watching a show and majority of time what were you and i doing we were on our phones mm -hmm. we already live in the metaverse it's just it's in our hand right here it's just not a virtual thing yet because they haven't figured it out and it's going to slowly evolve to the there. same way of like before you go we used to meet our friends at the park and talk now we're sitting around on tv it's yeah. slow evolution or there, there's nothing to be scared about it it's just now the one thing for sure is but i mean like your body your I, body's gonna like i disagree with the, the the part about living sanitary lifestyles because there are and we still have them people who live sedentary lifestyle where the government gives them whether they're on, on on welfare or just like low income houses or whatever subsidy uh, that people will try to run the system where it's like well i'm gonna take this stipend that's given to me and i'm gonna eat very unhealthy food for me and i'm gonna watch the cable television and not have a job and not go you know take care of my body and that's why we have a, a rise in obesity i think what is it 60 percent of the of, of our continent or of, of this country is obese. So the sanitary lifestyle is there. Now, that's in the poor area. In the wealthy or the people in the upper middle class or whatever, that's where they, they're, they're seeing the information through podcasts and whatnot about the fact that you can feel better and you can accomplish your dreams and you could feel good. So then what ends up happening is you start watching what you eat. Mm -hmm. You start taking care of your body. Um, Do you think that will always be there? A hundred percent because we're... Through science, we're trying to get to the place of like like he was talking about is extincting mortality. So, how do you feel your best? Well, think about it this way: our parents never listened to podcasts, and they they, they didn't exist. Uh, of like, hey, you should intermittent fast. Hey, maybe you should cut out the carbohydrates. Versus before, remember the food. It pyramid? was all word of mouth. The food Back pyramid, then, remember yeah. that? Yeah, grains. All your grains. Six servings of grains. And so now we are constantly studying things. We're like the mental health impacts of exercise, what that does for you to go on a run and the benefits of mental clarity. Mm -hmm. um, things like cold plunges. Like, why are we doing that? Because we're constantly trying to, like you were saying, optimize ourselves. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be people living in sanitary lifestyles and there's always going to be people who are trying to live the best life that they could possibly live and feel the best they can possibly feel. So when it comes to our kids' this thing, let's say based off this Wally. <laughs> nonsense it's a, good, it's a cute movie you're you're gonna have i think more people in that time who are because and then the day uh, if we're trying to solve and create through science this immortality pill like this pill like the the movie limitless with what's his name in it where you take this pill and you're smarter mm -hmm. right you're more successful now you're more successful but you're smarter and because you're smarter you can now apply to be more successful um i think Science is trying to get to that place, and that place is also the same place of trying to live a longer, better life. So kind of reverse uh, uh, your genetic uh, uh, age, essentially. Mm -hmm. And that is always going to be open to the upper class than it is to the lower class. Because the 
through generations, the lower class has always been kind of suppressed. That's why the government subsidies that pay them, you know, food stamps or whatever, well, food stamps don't exist, I don't think anymore, but EBTs or whatnot, it, those people are, are buying unhealthy foods because either A, it's not enough money or B, there's not enough education towards how to live a better, mm-hmm. you know, I guess quality of life. My question is, we have people obviously who do want to optimize and like live their best life and feel their best. But if in the future, people, do you think people will care if they're like, well, I go into this alternate uh, metaverse, they put on their VR, whatever it is in the future, I feel my best there. So they don't feel like they need to feel their best in the actual world. Why do they feel their best in the VR? Through community. Yeah. Community. uh, Maybe they are in a game where they're like the best football player. Sure. But physically, they still have to feel things, right? Do you think that will make a difference for them, though? If you're an obese person with type 2 diabetes, and let's say your knees hurt because you're, you're, you're carrying that weight, and your back hurts because if you sit too long in a chair, that hurts as well. Chances are, no matter how good mentally you feel when you're in this game, it's physically because you're amongst community of people who share like-minded uh, activities. You still go back and you feel like crap. Unless so you just stay in that. That's world always forever. gonna. That's always gonna be there. It's the same. It's, it's nothing different than mm-hmm. right now. You know, you have gamers who are sitting at home and they're they're overweight. Well, they still feel crap. They're still in this like metaverse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a partial metaverse right now. Yeah, I just think it'll be people will like be in that much more and longer and it'll be like their life. I remember hearing somebody say this, that like an idea of cold plunge, a cold plunge is, it does not feel good when you, when you're about to do it and when you get into it. The worst is getting in and getting out. (laughs) But then when you do get out and you took in a shower and you're still cold, but you, you're like the endorphin release in your head. You feel this like energy. Give that, feeling in a pill to somebody everybody would want to take it Mm -hmm. but the difference is there's a lot of people who don't know or don't have the self-discipline to be able to achieve those places uh or that those kind of feelings that's so i mean to be able to get to that feeling you have to do a hard thing and i think that's where people stop at that hard thing because every time i do the cold plunge i'm like i have to like hype myself up like okay Mm -hmm. you're gonna do this because i try to do it three days a week you do it like every day now Mm -hmm. And every time I like open, I'm like, okay, like set my timer. I hit like set and I just like, I'm like, you have to do it. You have to do it. Get in. Yeah. But it is such a mental hump you have to get over. Yeah. But it, but you do it you because do it. of how it makes you feel After, afterwards. Yeah. And Same the, with working out. And you the health hate it when you do afterwards. it. Yes. But you feel amazing after. And there will always be people who say that's too difficult. I don't want to do that. Going to the gym, that's too difficult. I don't want to do it. I, you know, eat clean. That's too difficult. I don't want to do it. I'd rather be comforted. And that's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's nature versus nurture, I think, at that point, where it's your you know, opportunity to what kind of environment you live in and what influence you have. Are you around people who share like-minded ideas of, of, what is the latest and greatest information that's out and how do you optimize and live a better quality of life? Mm. Or are you living around and surrounding yourself around people who live the same sanitary lifestyle? Mm. That's the big idea. Yeah, absolutely. So in the future, that will always be there. And in fact, like this, this limitless pill that we're talking about, or like even near the Neuralink that Elon Musk is, is trying to work on where, they're trying to create this piece of technology that'll be implanted in the brain. And the, the motivation behind it was to solve people, to, to heal people who have uh, loss of sensations or mobilities or, you know, aches and pains and stuff like that. Not even aches and pains, but like uh, somebody with, uh, uh, who's quadriplegic, where there's a spinal cord injury, that this mechanical, me- this digital mechanism is able to fix that part, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's always also talking about that that thing will help uh, us communicate without using our words. That's what Elon Musk is trying to work on. Now, yes, that's very scary and all that stuff. But and, and it's a very elite thing. But in the very beginning, that technology is always going to be uh, accessible to only the upper classes. 
in the lower classes is not going to be uh, acceptable. Uh, being able to uh, uh, get into or uh, be able to uh, receive this piece of technology because there are circumstances, mm-hmm. and um, there is always going to be the disconnect. Yeah. So there's always going to be society that is going to try to live like gods and live for eternity. And there's always going to be people who are not trying to pursue that. So in the future, have that always, we yeah. still have the today. We had it yesterday and it's going to be the same thing in the future. <sighs> Technology, man. It's, it's be scared of it. You, you can't, you gotta be, yeah. I think you gotta be neutral, neutral about it. You can't fix it. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna, if you try to like push against it, it's just going to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It all evolves, but interesting to see uh, how um, social media will change as the years go on, like for our kids, what it will be like. Yeah, the, it just entertainment is in mm-hmm. general. I'm, I'm, I do find it interesting because you you did say that the short form content is really mm-hmm. popular. Everything's getting shorter and shorter, but there are still shows out there that we watch that are like an hour long and we still enjoy them. It must be, it, it's like certain things, right? Here's what I think. What's the difference? Yeah. I, I consume content uh, at different parts of the day differently. So in the mornings, I like to do Instagram and Facebook just because I want to see some of my friends or the people that I follow and what they have posted in terms of very short, like a picture or a thing. I don't even watch reels in the morning. And then as my day is done, and I'm on the couch, I like to watch some of the reels kind of stuff. That's more of like a quicker kind of thing, mm-hmm. TikTok. And then after that, I like to watch like YouTube where it's like 18 minute videos, something like that I don't have to spend. Like it's kind of like your TV dinner kind it's of thing. It's more like dense exactly. stuff that, yeah, you exactly. can consume. But then when I work out in the mornings, I like to listen to long form podcasts. I don't want to listen to 30 minute podcasts. I want to listen to three hour long podcast, even though I only have, you know, 30 minutes oh, to listen to it. That way I can come back to this conversation in the next, like, next like time you're working. But that's out. that morning of podcast and evening when we watch very long formatted shows, hour and a half, you know, long shows. Uh, those are long form substances for me. It's what it is. I think you're right. It's the One substance. gives me knowledge and this really interesting educational conversation between two people exchange of ideas substance and then the other one in the evening this long formatted you know movie or show it's taking me on an adventure all right i don't want to be told a bedtime story that only lasts three minutes i want to be i want to hear that we need like the we need an adventure we need the build-up conflict resolution kind of thing correct so those two pieces of long form content that's how i like to consume I want to be educated and I wanted to be taken on this adventure. Hmm. And I think that's why we love, you know, primarily storytelling. And we still love movies. And we we still love movies. Absolutely. We go go see three hour long movies and we love them, but it's different. You're right. It's, it's what we're looking for in that moment. Mm -hmm. Do we, are we ready to like go on this like adventure to watch this movie? Or are we just scrolling through because we're so on the go I think we scroll through those short form things that on the go, or if we want some are looking for information, right? Like reels are such a popular thing with just um, tips and tricks, certain information that people are giving people look for that in those too. I, so I'm recently trying to learn more and more about this idea of meditations. And I actually started this book. Um, I think it's called the beginner's guide to meditations. And I was going to say, is it called meditation? Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting is he's kind of walking chapter by chapter about what meditation is and what meditation isn't and then how to do certain things. So like when your mind wanders, how to bring it back. And it's okay that it wanders because your mind is made to wander. Focus on your, like you don't have to focus on breathing a certain pattern, just breathe, but focus on the, what the, the feeling and the sense when you take the breath in and then when you let the breath out. Focus on what you feel when you're sitting and something's itching, like you're supposed to release that, be present, be grateful. And I was kind of wondering, I was like, what is he? So I'm trying to create this list of like, okay, when I do it, like, what am I supposed to focus on? And like, give me this like guide to it. And then I'm going like, so what meditation really is, is getting yourself to a place of nothingness. 
like absolute no stimulation. But can you ever get there? I don't know, but because I'm not, I don't have enough expertise to speak about this. But what is what was interesting to me is you hear Dr. Uh, Huberman talking about how uh, how important meditation is to him um, or sensory deprivation, and they're they're not long formatted things. They're between like ten and twenty minutes essentially. So in ten and twenty minutes, you're trying to get yourself to a place of low stimulation and presence, right? And every time I've done it, I feel fantastic. Like it feels like I got a, a like a, an hour long back massage. But mm. then I wonder, do we need to do that because we are constantly stimulated? stimulated yeah. And I don't think stimulation is in the same boat of like you're listening to these long format podcasts or these like big storytelling things in the evening. But what I think is we're not comfortable with like nothingness. Silence. Silence. Quiet. I've, I've done that in the car. Like I've driven and I was Peace. like, well, I don't want to listen to a podcast. I also don't want to like I have too much in my brain. I don't want to turn on the music. So like, why can't I just sit quietly and drive? Yeah. So I think because we're constantly stimulated through because of our connection to our phones that we need to get to a place of like just even momentary brief parts where we just go it's like quiet. sensory deprivation. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I wonder why that's probably why it's becoming more of a popular thing because we are like craving that and we need that in our lives but we're not getting it yeah you didn't hear too much conversations about meditations in the 90s no right people are like no i'm always alone because they're thoughts. yeah we didn't they didn't have what we have so we are like overly stimulated for sure i've never thought about that that it's, way in the it's book he's true. basically talking about in in a nutshell it's your way of getting your brain to a place of being able to just like process what you have because we're constantly stimulated in the fact that if you wanted a, a particular sweater, you can have it showed up tomorrow and you're still not happy. You're content, but you're not happy uh, because the law of diminishing return that you need to almost get yourself to a place where you're not these periods of times where you're not uh, wanting anything. You're, you're allowing yourself to process the fact that you have everything you need and you, you know, you have health. Be you grateful. Have, exactly. Gratefulness. Um, Absolutely. And, and just a brief pause of like kind of like a power nap where you had a miserable night. And then now by you taking a 30 minute power nap, it's enough for you to wake up and be like, OK, I feel good now. And that is what that does. Mm. What is it? A, a, didn't Huberman have something where it's this abbreviation about? Yes. I can't remember the it's letters. A non and something. It's basically non rest, non sleep rest. Something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the idea of like, you're just like laying with your eyes closed. You're not sleeping, but you're kind of in that. Like it's crazy that it's so hard to get to that place yes. for like our human brains because uh -huh. there's so much going on work, work. and so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could, I mean, I want to try it. I don't, I've never been able to just like turn off. Well, it's, I mean, it's definitely it's a process. Oh, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't happen over a second. It's, it's built up to it. But I do. I did. I dude. <laughs> I, I used to actually like doing that before when I would run. Uh, and you do that too. I would every once in a while turn, not have music or a podcast or an audible book and just run in silence. And it's really hard the first time mm -hmm. because you're bored and you're like, I need something to distract me yeah. on this run. But then you get into this like zone of, okay, listen to your breathing. How are you breathing? Are you breathing the right way? how your feet hitting the pavement, you know, and then you start like you get into this like zone and I flow remember state, yeah. the flow state. Yeah. I liked that, but I don't run outside anymore. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> things changed. So I, so I, we took a big circle, but you're <laughs> going around like, what are you up to now? So with reels? Yeah. I'm hoping to jump back in. I kind of was doing informative house decor kind of reels and then i jumped into like the funny kind of reels that showcase my personality and then kind of stopped doing all that i've been doing a little bit more reels i i did some of just like i'm trying to do quicker ones because that's really what people want to watch and it's not like i like i like the before and after reels but sometimes it's like i like do like i did a couple of reels of just answering like frequently asked questions like a question that i get all the time is what is that art piece above your TV? You get that a lot, really? Yeah, yeah. all the time. People are like, because I, I have a lot of photos and videos of our living room. That's probably the most photographed slash video room in our house. 
And almost every time I get multiple people asking where that art piece is from. And it's funny because even when I change it, they'll ask. They'll spell it because that means you have good taste in art, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, what? you know, I'll change it for like, because it's so easy to change it on the frame TV. And so I did a reel of just like, everybody always asks me, what is that art above your fireplace? And then I did like a turn on the TV yeah. and was like, surprise, it's a TV. That was a good reel. Yeah, but it's like so quick. I did it so fast. And then I did another one today that was super quick because I just realized this random tip of how to hide the d table um, lamp cord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm just going to make a video of this because it's like before I don't think I thought about how everything could be content. I, I thought before I had to like plan it out and it had to be this like very extravagant before and after thing. It had to be like this very long... I guess the process of like putting it together was a lot longer for me then. And now I'm like, it's fine if I create like a reel that's like super short, quick. Right. That's like a quick tip that I learned or thing, something that I like. And I'm learning that along the way. And it's been a lot easier for me to do it. Yeah. You've, I've, I, I did notice you've come a long way of learning the pace of video because you've always known pictures and how to like yeah, make them stylistic. Yeah, harder. But I remember you had a hard time. Like I saw some of your stuff and I was like, this is too, too slow, slow pace. Yeah. And then I think you've really kind of figured out like, like the what quick that is. And having the clips just so, yeah, quick. I was going to say another thing. You cut me off. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I forgive you. My voice is kind of coming back. It is coming back. Good. good yeah, good. it's it's um, it's an interesting time. Um, and I think as long as you stay vigilant of seeing which direction it's going it's mm -hmm. definitely vr is going to be heavy i actually used to think when the metaverse idea was first dropped by zuckerberg that Zuckerberg. it wasn't gonna last kind of like nfts in a way mm -hmm. now that well and i mean now that nfts are completely gone but like they've really cra crashed Died down yeah but then just seeing this whole like metaverse evolve a little bit, not too heavy, but like the fact that I have friends in a different state and they're like, hey, you should get poker VR. And then you're just like, it's another way for you to hang out in a very dorky form. Like it's nothing like you, it's just some kind of avatar, but it's yeah, a way for dorky. you to feel like you're in the same place. Doing the same. It was kind of like when, when the pandemic first hit and people were trying to hang out with their friends through Zoom, Zoom, Zoom yeah. parties and games you're still you feel it was better than nothing you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it was better than it a felt phone call weird and but it was at least you're in a shared activity too yeah yeah having still having a community of friends and doing something versus just like because i remember when it first happened we were all like what do we do now like we need, we want to hang out we miss our friends yeah yeah so It'll evolve. It'll mm -hmm. evolve. I think people just, if you're a content creator or in the space of creating content, you just have to constantly pay attention to what's working, experiment with it. And, um, cause if and you even if you don't like it, don't like try to push away from it. Just see like where things go. Mm -hmm. I think I am more of the person that if something is like too technology moves towards something that i feel uncomfortable with i like tend to like i'm never going to use that or i'm going to push away oh, from like it. a video like hey come do a video yeah. and you're like i don't like I being don't on like camera it. yeah and it's or it's like because it feels uncomfortable to me mm -hmm. and it's like well i guess the more healthy approach would be well if i'm uncomfortable with it how do i get to a place of being like okay or comfortable or not you know pushing away from that yeah. So advice I'm giving myself. <laughs> as long as you're listening to your own advice, it will always work out. <laughs> Therapy with Irina. Well, this has been fun. The future is fine. We're all going to be the okay. The future is kids. fine. Don't be scared. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you're watching us on YouTube. Um, yes. And join us next week. We'll have uh, some special guests. Yes. Yes, we will. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.